0: So six hundred and fifteen of the Leakcast podcast. I am Nick Cooper. Joining me is Aaron Rockards.
2: Hey, how's it going? And Colton Sweat. Happy Tuesday, Nick.
0: The gang is all here, boys. Feels good. Um, we've got a lot to talk about this week. It's going to be a pretty packed show. Um, I guess just a little warning: we're probably not going to get to any emails this week. There's there's that much news. Um, so we've got new new patrons. A little bit of League cast news. Most of our time will be in new news, where we have uh, an absolute ton to cover. We can talk about Competitive League for a little bit. World Finals happened. There's been some LCS news. Um, and then we'll probably just do Roundtable. And yeah, if we don't get the emails, we'll read out the names of the people who haven't had their email read. And we'll do it next week. Um, but first, Adrian, how was your week?
3: I'm good at League again, man. It took a Hell little yeah. bit. Hell yeah. But I'm, I'm back, baby. Um, <laughs> I've been playing on my Smurf, which is my like fourth account um and then also my main um i had a scenario where my smurf was like master 50 points and i was winning every game even like games where like i'd have like triple support on my team we just win every game it doesn't matter um and then on my main account i was having this thing where i couldn't win any games ever um and then that changed and i started winning a bunch of games and I, i think i've been playing better overall um so I'm now I think on my Smurf account I'm gonna keep calling it my Smurf account. It's not my main account is what I refer to as Smurf as. Um it's like master ninety-four points or something like that. Ooh. Um and then my main's like master like twenty-five points or something like that. So um I see. Feel pretty good about it. I wanna grind a fair bit in like the next week or so. Next week's kinda gonna be my grinding point. Um if I think that like at the at the end of the week or whenever I burn myself out, um I think I will have a good idea of if I think I can get like maintain a higher rank or if I think that it's not worth my time. So uh, I'm excited. I want to like just put that like week or so into like league and see how I do. Um, I think it's like something that I haven't ever tried. So I'm going to play a bunch in the next week and hopefully I can hit like, I don't know, above my like my peaks like 230 master, I think. So even if I get above that, I think I'd be happy. Um, But we'll see. Um, other than that, uh just lots of League of Legends, um lots of Warzone. Uh stayed up really late to watch finals with Colton and we'll yeah, That was that.
0: wild. I didn't realize you guys had stayed up the uh for, for it.
3: Yeah, it was fun. I mean it's one night a year. It's fine. We can yeah. do it. Um we're adults. Um and then I think that's I think that's everything. What about you, Colton?
2: Uh yeah, like you had mentioned we stayed up to watch worlds. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later on uh ranked has been kind of the opposite for me i i lost a bunch uh Uh, so my main is at like i think currently now d3 i just got demoted again
1: Mm -hmm.
2: um it's been really fun i feel like i've been uh playing pretty okay and uh just losing a lot more than I'm winning. I'm I'm sure there's things I can be doing better, but it it is really frustrating to like consistently win bot lane and then just both solo lanes hard lose or like jungle does nothing. Um, I I don't know. It's it's tough, but even the games I played jungle I I lost. So there's got to be some things I'm, I'm doing wrong. Uh, the, uh, the 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 gang restarted a new minecraft server so i've been putting a lot of time into that getting a bunch of stuff operational uh probably going to be sticking to that more so than league because losing league isn't uh isn't particularly fun um but
0: you're a little minecraft fiend whenever it whenever it pops up yeah if there's if there's one thing i can do it's
2: hyper on one game <laughs>
0: let's dig them holes yeah,
2: dig them holes <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's about it for my week. Nick, how's your two weeks been?
0: Yeah, two. So um, last week was basically all work, no play, very boring. next shock doll boy. Yeah. Uh, this week, I had a little bit more time. So I played three ranked games. Um, I went one and two. I don't think I played very well in any of the games, so pretty rusty. Yeah. Um, but I only need one more game to um to get to D4 and maybe I'm content with that. Uh I don't know, <laughs> but I definitely don't know if I'm going to be pushing for masters unless I have a lot more time open up later in the year like before the end of the split. Um
3: I don't think my MMR is lucky. that much crazier than yours and I got it to it on 27
2: games, I think.
0: Yeah, I think you're better at solo queue than me too. Um Maybe even just a better player overall.
2: Until looks like into January. January
0: sixth. January third. I think it's yeah. the third. Oh, okay. I forgot
2: to complain also about how fucked my MMR is because I went from like masters fifty points down to D three and I'm still losing more than I win.
0: Oh. Yeah, it's 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 a little rough sometimes. Who knows how MMR is decided. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess aside from that, we played for the king, finished our first little uh, adventure, which was pretty fun um what else i feel like oh oh and the runescape leagues came out leagues four so that's been uh eating up a lot of my time as well um very very fun so i think that's it um so i guess let's get on with the show how about that league cast news
3: uh no real league cast news i've started putting together the trivia uh, like compiling it all um
0: i am rewriting a fair
3: bit of questions but hey that's okay uh (laughs) That's all right. I appreciate everyone who submitted them because it like all the good ones, I'm like, holy shit, I wouldn't have thought of that. And that's like, that's good. Um, so I appreciate that. I will have news on that eventually. It just takes a long time to <laughs> compile questions. Yeah. Um, I think that's, ev- I think that's everything though.
0: Nice. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I guess let's just get in with the new news then, right? Yeah. I think
3: we should go through it probably in that order because then we can do the sure, gameplay stuff last. That's probably fair.
0: Sounds good to me
3: so they announced a new character um
0: uh-huh
3: way i'm not sure if i you pronounce it but i i definitely have heard people put some stank on
0: it but i'm gonna call is, him way isn't there a phone company kind of hallway <laughs> <laughs> that's what you should just call uh, it <laughs>
3: um so they 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 teased him um he got leaked like 12 hours before but it's not that far before which is nice i hate when like they leak so far before and it like fucks up riot's plans um, yeah but they they showed him, and he is uh, kind of the most complex, at least on the surface, character that Riot has ever made. Um, he is, uh, if, if anyone's ever played Dota, he's kind of like our invoker, if you will um he's the ink mage that we've been talking about for a long time um and just to give a quick rundown i think when he comes out we'll maybe actually do like a medicizer like we used to the good old days yeah i think we should um but to give a quick rundown the idea of his kit is that he combines like different like uh like paints and stuff like that um so his like base kit is his passive which is like you you hit someone with the ability and then it can proc if you hit them with something else i think that's kind of the general idea um and then he has three different um subjects if you will so if you use q it's subject disaster which are all damage abilities if you use your w it's subject serenity which are all utility abilities and then if you use subject uh e which is your subject torment which is all like cc ability so he has um 10 abilities in his kit his so you can Q Q, so it'd be a q then a damage q or you can go q w which is another damage ability or q e which is another damage ability or if you start with w in your combo those are all utility abilities if you start mm. even all, all of them are um uh, CC abilities, and then you have your ultimate, which is its own separate uh, ability. Doesn't combine with any of those, which is nice. Doesn't make it too too complex. Um, so he's very interesting. Um, he's less like he's not insanely complex. The biggest like thing is that all his three, his three main things like subject disaster, subject serenity, and subject torment are the abilities with the cooldowns, right? So in a combo, you're only using one Q, one W, one E. three ability. spells. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not like you're using. Your, your Q thing, and then you're tracking the cooldown of your secondary versions of them, you're only tracking the cooldown of your, like, your, your first your Your three button.
2: main abilities, and yeah, so the, the modifiers don't get locked out, but you do have to cast twice for each ability to choose the primary and secondary, let's go with. Yeah. um, So, like, okay. he,
3: he's, he's obviously going to be very complex, because being able to, in a fight... Decide what abilities you need to use. Uh, you have more choices, right? More choices means yeah. uh, way more complex things. Also, mm-hmm. for playing against him, you ha- he has way more options that you have to be aware of. Um, so he will be very complex. I think he's very interesting. Uh, have you? Do you guys have any first thoughts about him?
0: I think this is super sick. It's I'm I'm glad they went with the um, the route they did with the ability usage where the cooldown is tracked or is tied to the actual ability itself versus the invoker model which is like you have access to every single ability all the time as long as you're in in that game your ultimate is the thing that gates um, them yeah yeah is the is the thing that gates your the the spell usage but they all have like regular spell cooldowns that you kind of have to keep track of it's not like oh i I can only use my q when my q's up no it's like um this combo is still on cooldown for 10 seconds before i can use it again like Mm -hmm. that sort of thing so a lot more complex, which I don't think is um, like a great way to put it into league, considering the like the difference in complexity. So I think that's a that's a really good good way to do it. He seems really really cool.
2: Definitely, I've got like three initial thoughts. My first thought is uh, Riot game devs, where's the credit for our episode of uh, <laughs> Zed Talks where we talked about this exact kit for Sona?
0: <laughs> um, That's really funny.
2: Two, um, I think that these ha- I'm they've gotta be pretty high cooldown, or at least two of them do. Um because like if you had like your 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 combos like QQ and you have to do that like every four seconds, that would I feel like not be fun to, to try and be like mashing that many buttons. Um yeah. my last thought is that and, and I'm sure i'm i'm trusting in riot that they built it in a way that this will be so but i really hope we actually get to see different variations being used because like the saddest thing for me would be that they released a a character with this kit and it's just like no the answer is always qq ww and eq or something right And it's like you never get to see any other variants because those are just always the best yeah. Um. I. I don't think that's going to be the case. It seems like they are making each of the the primary plus secondaries like fairly different. Um. Just. To, just to give you an idea of cooldowns
3: uh, at level one for the cooldowns is. I mean, for throughout the entire game, the cooldowns are lowest from like your damage abilities, uh, utilities. The second lowest, then your CC abilities are the longest. Going from uh-huh. ten, I think, like fifteen, and then like eighteen is kind of like the base Did- cooldown.
0: Do they have any examples of the utility or the yeah the utility that isn't crowd control? Like you like because you said E is the crowd control, right? Yeah, it is. Um, Are so- there any ex- examples of what the utility is then?
3: Yeah, um, I, I guess that we can look through, look through his abilities if you really want really quick. Uh, we don't have to go sure. look through them in depth, but um, there's actually a graphic which they made, which is called the Hue ability cheat sheet, which I think is really, really cool. Um, yeah. So his yeah. QQ is uh, uh, Devastating Fire, which is a burst damage spell. It's just like an AOE damage spell. Uh, um, I think it's actually a skill shot, I believe, when I saw it. Um, the QW is an artillery explosion. It's called Severing Bolt. His QE is called Molten Fissure. It's a wave clear and zoning ability for his utility abilities, his WQ is fleeting current which is he casts a big line uh, and he like runs through it like kind of like a river and he's like really really fast in it. Um which oh, is cool. Okay. His WW is just a uh, shield that he summons on himself and his WE is uh, a mana restore so he gets like three charges kind of like Nami's thingies, but when you auto attack you get like 100 mana back per auto.
2: Oh that's sick. His I w- really really like. His WQ is just old old Galio E. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and then Way his his EQ is called Grim Visage, and it's kind of like a linear skill shot uh, fear. It makes them fear in the opposite direction. Uh, his EW is called Gaze of the Abyss, uh, and it gives vision, um, and it... Uh, I can't remember what it does. Fuck, I wish I had it pulled up. I wish I had a video of him pulled up right now. Um, and then his EE is called Crushing Maw, and it, like, is... Think of it. It summons, like, Malzahar Q, but it pulls the units towards the center of it. Huh. Um, so he's like kind of cool. He has like a good amount of like everything. Um I I think the biggest thing is even though he has a lot of damage abilities, remember you can only use one of the damage abilities yeah. in a combo. So it's not like he can use triple Q abilities, right? Like that mm-hmm. would be insane. Um I think he seems really cool. And he honestly like he's going to be a little bit of a balancing nightmare. I think Colton nailed it. The biggest thing the need is need is like they can't have one of his abilities just be worse than the other two choices for like each one of them or else like your options are so much more limited right
0: yeah i mean and we've seen this a little bit with um like a felios on release right where um like red white was such a strong combo but Inferni um Infernum i think was the strongest gun yeah period just for ultimate usage um and they i, I think they've you know figured out a, a good way to sort of balance all the guns so that even the ones that don't feel super great like uh, initially the the graviton the the purple root gun i don't think felt super awesome but now i think it's actually one of the stronger of his uh of his options
2: yeah and i think that they feel good in that like they're good in specific situations right so it's like oh i i feel really good if i have this gun combination to kill a tower but that might not be the one that i want in a team fight or it's mm-hmm. like you know if i want to be able to get a pick that's a different gun maybe that i want to have i want to have the root from the
0: gravitum. yeah
3: mm-hmm. it, um, it, like i mean yeah it's, it's everything it just has to work together well and it seems like they're pretty aware of it in their like dev blogs um they even talk about like hey one of his biggest weaknesses is that he just uses a shitload of mana right like obviously he has a mana restorability that's going to give mm. him like upwards of 300 like back sort of thing um but like if you're using that constantly to get mana back, then you're not having access to your fast movement ability or your shield ability on trades, right? So it feels like a pretty good trade-off, assuming it actually works, right?
0: Yeah, I think so. I mean that sounds it, it seems like they're going to have a lot of like high like high decision making. I'm not gonna say like risk reward or whatever, because yeah. I don't think that's what this character is, but um that the, the, the decision making is really the impactful part of playing this this champion. Um, which I think is going to be really really cool. I think once we start seeing optimization come out, like for like just just really really high level plays, um, I think he's going to be one of the most like enticing champions to like to actually watch.
2: Yeah, and I think that this also is a really good way to make another like difficult mage, where I think most people like see mages, and on the surface, really the, the challenging thing is for like okay hit your skill shot, position okay and then just like make the correct decisions and this mm-hmm. like adds another layer to that of like a little more mechanical depth outside of just knowing like when to do what. Yeah. Um I I am also very interested to see if we're going to get uh casters who recognize and actually call out each of the nine abilities separately. <laughs> I'm sure there will be at one caster who does. I'm interested if it's going to be like all of them or if it's going to have to
0: put in some practice to make sure that you uh, know what they all mean.
2: (laughs) Yeah, but I'm sure there's going to be at least one caster who does learn it. Let's say it's like, I don't know, it's Kobe and he's Mm -hmm. just like calling us like Molten Fisher into Pool of Reflection into Gaze of the Abyss.
0: Probably not that I would assume. (laughs) Probably not. Probably not that one
3: cool cool um yeah I, we'll talk about him a little more in depth when he actually comes out and we get to see him um but he looks very cool
0: i agree um cool uh did we cover the champion insights already yeah okay let's do the riot changes then the yeah. id changes sorry uh
3: Colton and i talked about it a little bit last week they went back a little bit on the riot id changes the so riot id changes went live today by the way um if you log in you'll Ooh. have your riot id which is by default your summoner name plus uh, uh hashtag na1 if you're a north american player um you can go to their website and change it um so what they've changed is um you can no longer buy changes because that was the biggest grip is like paying what was it like 10 bucks or whatever to change your yeah. name mm-hmm. um, and instead of having like a free change every year they're going to make it a free change every 90 days um so you can't buy them at all but now you can change them uh, like four times a year So that's kind of their their compromise. I think it's pretty fair. I don't think you need to change your name more than like four
0: times a year. Um, Probably not.
3: So it's cool. Uh, I I, I don't mind it. Um, I think like the only thing I haven't liked about it so far is that in champion select of non-ranked queues where you can see your teammates names. um, It shows them with their full like tagline and everything um, which is just a little ugly looking but i think that's a pretty minor complaint in game everything looks normal uh, i know yeah. i already said people complaining like oh first game and i have t1 faker on my team but i also <laughs> just don't think that's like that big of a deal like, so. yeah
0: also who cares
2: the yeah. only adjustment like I-, I like 90 days over once a year i would much rather prefer if we if we just got like a name change token and it could be like once every six months if they think that's too much because like to me one of the fun things that you can do is like change your name for a joke and change it back like two days later right once it's done and the fact that like if i want to do a meme account name change i have to sit on it for 90 days you have to sit
3: with your mistakes dude yeah but like (laughs) if i
2: if i wanted to write like just as a joke right like i don't know make my account name exactly the same as nick's I'd have to keep it for 90 days. Before yeah, I that does kind of back. suck. No, I
3: think that this is a good incentive. It incent- incentivizes people not to do that.
2: <laughs> That's
3: fair. Yeah. <laughs> but so before all I our could fucking listeners spend- don't make themselves blue baskets. <laughs> I just
2: want to, but before I could do that and it would only cost me like 25,000 blue essence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool,
3: all right, yeah,
1: uh, let's, so change let's change it
3: alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, patch then, huh?
3: Yeah, we'll go through this pretty quick. The changes are pretty small. We don't really need to go super in-depth on them. Yeah.
0: Already Azir W damage decrease soldiers now apply on hit. Cool. To their primary target. I feel like this was a character that I didn't realize didn't apply on hits with W for a long time.
3: And there really is not a lot to actually apply. Like me, like out of the it items they Nashers, list is not na- right? is like yeah Nash. I yeah. don't even list Nashers there, but Nashers is one of the only ones. But
2: Nashers um, is the only one you're ever going to build this season, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And I I think probably what they're trying to do with this honestly is. Make us here by Nasher's tooth, yeah, right. Rather than fine. going like Leandre's into Death Cap, it's like no, buy buy the Nasher's tooth.
3: <laughs> yeah, he's much more focused on the auto attacking rather than the burst damage, so it's cool. Yep. Um, Briar's base health is decreased. Her W snack attack damage is decreased.
2: Yep. Draven, his ultimate now finishes returning after it hits somebody if he's dead. So before. If you it fizzle threw it out, dies. die, yeah, it would fizzle. Um, but now it'll keep going.
0: All right, Janna. Passive bonus move speed adjusted. W cooldown decreased. Targeting is adjusted. And the ultimate cooldown is decreased.
3: Nice. Um, cool. Jarvan's Q cooldown is increased by two seconds. By max rank, that is, I guess.
2: Yep. Cassante Q mana cost increased base damage decreased, W bug fix, E shield decreased, and ultimate passive attack damage is adjusted. Uh bonus on cast decrease. So that's less AD immediately when you pop it. Only thing I'm They're worried about with, have...
3: with these changes Sorry. uh is I think the Q mana cost is a weird change. Um because I think it's super lower elo, like, skewed, right? Like, obviously, he's a character that doesn't perform at low yeah. level at all and is really strong on high elo. I think, like, like I've played on, like, my surf accounts this season a little bit. When I play it, like, up against the Master Cassante, they don't always use Q3, right? Like, they're pretty... You hit you use your user Q when you're going to hit it. When I'm playing against, like, low level lower level players, they just use their cool and Q on and cooldown. Like, I, I feel like this is not a good change to nerf him for high level play, I guess. But
0: we'll see. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good point. Um, they're a little bit better about managing queues and using them only when it's appropriate. Hmm. Plus, then they have to update the uh, uh, the copy pasta, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, awesome. Nefiri, passive pack mate damage is decreased. E base damage is decreased. This cool. character just gets nerf after nerf.
3: Yeah, she's like she's just like. Uh, She's kinda like <laughs> okay, you know how I always talk about Volibear like being the character that he mm-hmm. like auto hits his combo? She's yeah. kinda like that for assassins, which turns out an assassin yeah. auto-hitting their combo. Like she her only two parts that are hard <laughs> to miss are her double Q, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um which is a lot of her damage, don't get me wrong. But like the rest of her combo just kinda hits, <laughs> which yeah. is scary.
2: Yeah. I also think that she in this by no means isn't a fury exclusive thing, but I think all AD assassins have like the option to go like eclipse. Black Cleaver yeah. and then like Bruiser items and still easily 100 to zero you, but then like be very, very difficult to kill. Um, yeah. and and that I think, especially with like the pack mates, making it you know, depending on who you're against, I suppose, but like nearly impossible to CC or like hit your damage abilities can be very, very frustrating. Yeah.
3: Um, The Riven Changes we talked about last week on the podcast, she's getting some Q scaling, uh, sorry, Q uh, percentage damage scaling, and her R is getting uh, extra damage when you activate it, like 20 to 25%. So kind of likes little changes. Makes her a little more snowball-y, which is nice.
0: Trundle. Attack damage growth is up by one. Q chomp. Mana cost reduced. This seems actually kind of (laughs) good.
3: The mana cost is pretty good. It's pretty spam ability.
2: Yeah, and Mm. it's right yeah like 10 mana normally doesn't mean much but when you cast q every three seconds on cooldown yeah. it definitely matters can't can't wait to be on trundle duty yeah at a tournament near you soon uh, what
0: why don't people play more top lane trundle is it just that like it's feast or famine because i feel like he just doesn't lose level ones you can't and... blind
3: him obviously like he gets yeah. fucked blind but like as a counter pick he's not bad he's actually was pretty good when uh the patch when they made the games longer because like split pushing was mm-hmm. really good, so you lose lane even yeah. if you blind pick him. But then you just split push because you go Trinity Force Hallbreaker.
0: <laughs> okay, um, I guess that makes sense. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah, but it's still, yeah, he kind of just like gets fucked by like a lot of lanes.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I I played maybe like twenty games of top lane Trundle at one point, and it I, I wasn't playing against like the best top laners, but it seems like he just like wins every one v one. The only time you lose lane is if they like either hard counterpick you or like know how to not ever engage with you. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Like if you have an extended trade, you win against basically anyone. But if you're against someone who can like do their combo and leave and you, all you get is an auto cue back, you can lose those lanes. I bet he's yeah, really great. good at lower yellow. Like, oh yeah. A top laner. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just take ghost I mean, same ignite. Thing with Warwick, and fight, right. right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Velka's passive damage is being increased. Nice.
3: Uh, Ziggs base ED increased, Q damage decreased, W cooldown increased, mana cost increased. Uh, also, people are memeing about the um, AD going up by one. Uh, I just want to like, the the joke, the, the, way, the reason this happened, by the way, is AD went from 54 to 55 is um, when they were implementing Arena, um, somehow there was a change on Arena where he had an extra AD. And this was before they had a system where like all the different game modes have their own stats that they pull from. So, like, it somehow got overwritten. Oh, um, interesting. Whereas, like, now, like, Arena has its own stats thing that they alter. ARAM has its own stats thing that they alter. And Summoner Rift has its own stats thing that they alter. So, hmm. so they're just like, whatever. Fuck it. We'll leave it. <laughs> you can have an
2: AD. <laughs> you can have one AD.
0: Nice. Um, Some turret gold adjustments. The gist gold of it is uh, for... Growing up, right?
3: Yeah. Well, so the gist of it is for inners, uh, inner towers and in- inhibitor turrets, um, the... Local gold is going up, um, but the global gold is going down to compensate, so it's the same amount. Mm, the big okay. change is that, um, sorry, that's for inner towers only. For inhibitor turrets, um, they are just getting a lot more gold. They're going from 50 gold to 375 gold. The global gold is still going down the 150, uh, 125, um, but this still is a fair bit more gold overall, right? You're getting 200 extra gold overall with the inhibitor changes, whereas the changes for the inhib- inner turrets, eh. Are uh, going to be the same. It's just you get more yourself, right? So it's that's good. it just it just incentivizes like you to play for yourself. It maybe gives like top lane side laners a little bit more gold in their inventory, etc.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It I am a little bit concerned about the side lane inners now giving seven hundred gold to whoever kills it. Yeah,
0: uh, that's it's a lot of gold. I
2: mean, it was it was already six hundred. Um, so, yeah. I guess it's only up 100 for for that player. But, God, that's a lot of gold.
3: And if there's bounties on them as well. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. All
2: right. Uh, some ARAM adjustments, Nexus Blitz adjustments, ping changes. Mittage. You guys want to look at
3: the Ash change on the ARAM really quick?
2: Oh, God. No, <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> oh, this is what we talked about on uh, in in Discord, the... Discord, yeah. In our Discord, yeah.
3: Um, they're changing Ash's W cooldown from... Right, right now it scales 18 down to 4 like normal Ash. And it's 18 mm-hmm. at all levels. <laughs> um, so they're just trying to like... Ash is fucking miserable to play against on the map. And the poke Ash is even worse. Um, this is interesting. Uh, I think she's not going to be very playable.
0: <laughs> no, she's going to be pretty awful. Um, I think. Because AD carry Ash is not some a, a character that excels on the map, right? It's not like she has a, a good alternative that they're trying to force. It's just yep. nerfs for just get her out. <sighs> yeah. yeah.
3: Cool. Alright.
0: Um, Ping changes?
3: Yeah, so you can ping uh, your ally's cooldown if it's, uh has less than half of its uh, cooldown remaining, right? So you can say, oh, this ability's up soon is the idea. Well, it still blocks out the idea of um, if someone used their ultimate and missed it, you can't spam ping it because it's in its first 50 percent of the
1: cooldown um (laughs) Mm -hmm. which i think is fine i mean like the reality is
3: if you're pinging someone's alt when it's just on cooldown like a second ago you're probably not doing it in a positive way i would assume yeah Um, whereas if you're pinging it it's like when it's almost up you're almost certainly trying to communicate something so i i I do understand like the jokes about them like people like being like fuck man just (laughs) there you need a phd to fucking come up with these changes like to try to keep their ping changes the way they want them that being said i don't think any change they've made since the initial one has been bad i think they're all like they all make sense it does seem like a lot of work to fucking try and craft the shit though
0: Mm -hmm. i mean it definitely is but apparently it's necessary so yeah i
2: part, part of me loves to imagine that there's like somebody at an office in riot games and on their wall they've got like a whiteboard With, like, 30 nested if statements. And somebody's like, what is this for? Is this, like, a new algorithm? It's like, this is just to keep people from being toxic with pings. Yeah. (laughs) This is just to get pings down. That's so funny. Um, Outside of all of that, we've got some upcoming skins, a few more to the bee line. We've got bee cause, bees crank, and king beegar. I don't know why he's a king.
3: I mean, he's got the crown. He has a crown there? Yeah. Also, do you know there's 11 bee skins? Hell yeah. That's crazy. dude. <laughs> Kennedy and That's I were talking about that. Like, we're like, oh, this is a funny joke line. At some point, it's just like, it feels It's a premier skin line. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like you're just- Like, That's the whole really point funny. of it is that it's like funny pun skins, because it was like BMO and UB um, yeah. and some like Beekeeper Singed. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> man, you're just making bee skins. <laughs> at some
2: point can we get a 5v5 where both teams pick five b characters and we replace baron with beekeeper singed and he's just running yeah.
0: around the map the whole
2: time
3: <laughs> i do like the chromas for all of these though the chromas are really pretty so. yeah
0: really cool all right let's talk about 2024 stuff we're living in the past i mean the future now yeah so. it's crazy
3: um so they yeah. previewed before Worlds all the changes and then post worlds they had released a video of like an outline of all the changes and the day after they released the dev blog with the full video of all the changes. And it's crazy. I think it's safe to say it's probably the biggest preseason not preseason. There's no longer a preseason. These just go live when ranked goes live next year. Um oh. the largest season change ever. Um <laughs> I guess is the way to put it. Um do we want to just go through it like one by one?
0: Yeah, I think we should. Also, Let's just quick.
3: a disclaimer. There's a good disclaimer here. There will not be a Void event in 2024 because a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, they had the Void like cinematic like, last year, um, and they probably just like delayed their Void event, and the Void event's here. Uh, no, this is just like a lot of stuff's Void-related. <laughs> it's not a Void That's event.
0: That's funny. So, That's very funny. Nice. All right. Um, so first up is Void, void grubs, grubs and Void Mites. What is that um so I the first herald, instead of <laughs> a, instead
2: of a herald spawning at eight minutes we get the void grubs and the void mites looks like three grubs spawn and when they attack you they summon a bunch of their little pets um when you kill these things you're gonna deal bonus damage to structures uh, so it's still gonna help you take early plates but i think probably a little bit less strong at that and less concentrated um, I mean, the way
3: Harold works right now is kind of like not fun for the game, right? You just take it and then you slam it into a turret for 250 gold. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so weird. <laughs>
2: um, okay, so they're going to spawn at five minutes now with its own respawn of four. So they spawn at five. You could get them respawn then at nine and 13. So you could potentially get three rounds of these before Harold spawns at 14 minutes. Uh, Harold is gonna just, I believe, spawn and be able to get killed once.
3: So, just to, uh, just to like lay it out so, like, they do spawn at five minutes. Um, it says they have a respawn of four, uh, four minutes, and you can uh, spawn a maximum of six in a game. Um, oh, so there okay. only will be six. And the whole th- point of these is that you can take like one of them and then you get a little bit extra damage. You can take two of them, you get even more damage to structures. You can take three of them, getting more damage to structures. But if you get All six uh, Sorry if you manage To take down five Or six As long as you get Five like I guess What 66% No Yeah 66% of them Um And that's even more Than 66% of
2: them Dude Um, you're so off It's hilarious Well
3: because I I was thinking It's like one third But it's not one third Obviously Uh, (laughs) I mean two thirds Um but anyways, if you get five or six of them, then uh, you all, when you're hitting towers, you also periodically summon like little void mites to help you take them down. They're, so they're kind of like a little mini ZZ rot like in the old days. Um, That's cool. The idea of this obviously being that, hey, you can give early void gross to the enemy team, but you don't want them to take five or six of them. You want to at least take a couple of them um, or else they're going to have this extra some pushing power,
2: right? And is that hmm. per person or for the whole team is my question? I um, think it's an individual buff.
3: It's a buff. So I'm assuming it's just like, yeah. So it's like, not person. only
2: does you do you need to take them all, but you need to get like the last hit all in one person. So potentially you could funnel like six of them onto a Jack's and then he's just like permanently split pushing. Right.
3: Yeah, uh, they don't actually explain how that works, that's what it sounds, it's definitely written like that, um, but it also would be weird if your teammate last hit your fifth Void Grub so that you don't get Void Mates now, Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious if how that works, but either way, the idea obviously is it gives another objective for top lane, um, not only something that gives a little bit of power, but something that the enemy team maybe wants to prevent from happening all the way, so.
2: Definitely. Okay. Um, and this is obviously going to be a huge shift to competitive meta, however this shakes out. Because <laughs> uh, current competitive meta, right, is 5v5 team fight, 8 minutes at Herald, because <laughs> Herald is 250 Herald gold. Herald is very strong. Wait yeah. for the next change.
3: The next one's even crazier. I can't Griffith imagine Herald the next change for
2: pro play. <laughs> back. Uh, spawns at 14 minutes. Uh, if you charge Harold into a turret, it'll deal more damage. I, okay.
3: So you kill Harold, you claim Mm -hmm. it like normal, Uh um, you can spawn Harold and it runs into turret like normal, or you can spawn Harold and then get inside of it like the fucking, uh, like the battle sleds, the battle sleds or whatever, and you can, like, control it kind of like Scion Ultimate and slam it into, like, whatever you want. Uh, it does Mm -hmm. more damage if you are the one controlling it, um, but it obviously makes you, like, less safe because you're driving it, um, but or you can just like run it into enemies and stuff so it's that's fucking cool
2: <laughs> that <laughs> it's, is sick it's wild that they refer to her as shelly and didn't just say it's her new cousin slutty
3: yeah <laughs> i think this is funny though i can't imagine a pro player fucking
2: driving
3: <laughs> yeah. Shelly into a team fight <laughs> i can imagine
0: the shy doing it <laughs>
2: Okay. Uh, so that's the changes to Rift Herald. On to uh, regular jungle camps. Looks like Red and Blue Buff are now infected by the Void. This
3: happens once Baron spawns. They're normal buffs until then, but 1 oh, in okay. 20 minutes, the, vo- the Rift is infected by Void.
0: Oh, okay. That's not too bad. So it makes those cool.
2: harder to take,
0: but. Oh,
2: but Red and Blue Buff will now just be given to the entire team at that point yeah <laughs>
3: so if you if you kill blue after like void rift everyone on your team gets red every team on your team gets blue if you kill scuttle uh it's way harder to take but it like does like a big aoe kind of like scrying orb clear around it
0: that's cool
2: yeah uh and cool. then baron what did we change with baron
3: there's three well, looks way cooler. <laughs> um, There is three different barons that can spawn and all of them have a different pit in a different ta- attack patterns. So you kind of have like the standard baron pit where it's kind of enclosed a little bit. Um, and then you have a baron pit where there's like, it- it's way more open, but it has a big wall in front of it. So it's kind of like divides the pit a little bit. And then you have the coolest baron pit, which is in the first picture there where um, it has like a big eye on it. And then it opens up the pit. So it has a little entrance in the That's front, really cool. but it also has like a huge entrance on both sides. So like there's three different entrances to Baron Pit. I think this oh, is really okay. cool.
0: This is this is scary, I think. I don't I, it's gonna be really hard to uh, justify doing Baron when you can get flanked like so much easier.
2: T1's yeah. still gonna do it at fucking twenty oh one. Every time. Yeah, yeah I I'm think it's really crazy. There Yeah, this is gonna be really interesting and, and I imagine just like the, the elemental drakes, you're not going to know what kind of Baron you get. Is it one Baron all game or can it vary? Like you kill the Baron and the terrain changes to whatever's going to spawn next.
3: I, I do that. I don't even know if they said that. I didn't say in the video for sure. Um, I would assume it's the same Baron every game. And it probably is just, pretty yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, would, assume too.
2: I would think at 20 minutes. Yeah. You see the terrain change and then you know what kind of Baron it is. is mm-hmm. um, the,
3: the funniest Baron, though, is the... So, I, I like the one of the tunnels a lot on the sides. It's really cool for, like, yeah, how token or gonna work. But the one with, like, the wide open pit, it has, like, little arms, and his move is he like, he can grab you. He grabs <laughs> you and can... pulls you into the pit. <laughs> that was These awesome. Grab
2: arms. I don't like Baron That's having awesome. arms, dude. <laughs> it's <Yeah>. weird. He's <laughs> a giant worm. I, like, he shouldn't have arms. Cool. Um, well, it looks like is... all of them have arms. It's just maybe he's the only one who uses them. Oh, yeah, I guess they all do
3: have arms, yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's the grabby one, though, so that's cool. Um, cool. Um, next is train changes. This is probably the thing that we've been seeing for, like, the longest now. It's, like, kind yeah. of, like, been seen in the background of videos and stuff there the train is being changed a lot in league um they've kind of broken it down into different sections of the map so we can talk about that um the general idea of these changes is that the map is more uh, symmetrical so there's less of an advantage for being blue side or red side um so the first change was top lane um They have a picture of it. The biggest thing to note is that the entrance to the lane through river is way bigger. There's no longer the bush that's attached to the blue side wall. That bush is now a little pixel bush in the middle. And then red side now has um, a big curved wall similar to blue side's wall. So once again, now you can only really be ganked directly from the river or from fully behind your tower for a tower dive. So both teams have the kind of the exact same gank pass. Whereas before, if you were playing red side uh, or if you're playing... Uh, If you're playing red side, side. well, (laughs) if you're playing red side, yeah, because if you're playing red side, you're pushed into blue tower, right? And they could come behind like the the long way, um, like by red tower, Mm -hmm. um, is my idea. Either way, like it's symmetrical, right? So both ganks, both junglers have the exact same gank path for ganking top now, which I think is probably just good. really good. And so
2: they either have to walk through the lane, like through the wide river, or be one of the characters who can like get over that fat wall behind you, right? So, like, mm-hmm. Rek'Sai still has access to that path. Kane still has access to that path. Jarvin could, but, like, he's gonna burn EQ to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's, yeah, I really like that.
3: Yep. For Jungle, um, they showed a screenshot of, like, what Dragon Pit area kind of looks like. Um, it's very similar. Um, there's different walls, different entrances. Um, but overall the, the general concept of kind of like the jungle blue buff area is blue buff, red buff area is similar. There's just more terrain. The trains moves around a little bit. Um, it's weird cause yeah. I, I think there's more terrain, but I also think it looks way more open a lot in a lot of places. Yeah, yeah, it
0: really does. I th- I think it just highlights kind of how restrictive the previous one was, like the previous versions. Mm-hmm.
2: So the pixel bush outside of Dragon is gone. Um, and kind of opposite the entrance into the Dragon Pit, where before there was like that that channel, which can be really, really bad, is now mm-hmm. just like a huge piece of terrain. And you can go either to like the right or left of it. And there are little bushes there to help you achieve that um mm. i yeah i'm really interested to see how that affects things and i'm also interested to see if with all of these terrain changes like what are the elemental drakes gonna do are they gonna change those as well or are they gonna stick to like the specific jungle quadrants
3: they talk about it a little bit uh, at the bottom and the only one i think that is is very much changing is uh infernal i think is changing the most and then there's slight changes to mountain and ocean i believe i I don't think the other ones are changing really at all though we can we'll get to that in a little bit though
2: nice yeah uh so Um, onwards to mid yeah this (laughs) um
0: it looks really cool
2: yeah so mid they have thinned down the walls and like widened the river and the bushes on either side of mid lane seem to be a lot skinnier and pushed further into the river Mm-hmm. Yes,
3: you're, you're way less gankable, I think, is the way to put it, right? So, y- the jungler... If they're sitting in a bush waiting to gank you from mid, they have to go, like, probably double the distance out than they used to to get to, like, actually mid lane for a gank. Um, you still do have, like, the little sidewalls that you go around to, like, like by the raptor camps. Um, but the actual, like, river um, bush gank is, like, it, it's so much harder. Um, that being said, the the counterpoint is that near the turrets um, on their blue buff respective sides, there's now just an opening there. <laughs> Which is is very interesting It's very weird I I think it's like One of those things That this might be Really good for roaming mids You back off to your tower And then you have like A pretty direct path To like Top or bottom lane Which is kind of cool
0: Yeah, I like
2: that. Yeah, God, it's so different, man. It's very cool.
3: I think like there's so many more mids that can get. Obviously, I'm just like theorizing, but like I think a issue with like a lot of characters that you want to play mid that you can't is that it's not very safe, right? Like you're very easily ganked because like the bushes were so close to lane. I can play Tom Kench mid now because I have so much time to react to a gank.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it is pretty crazy how like how open it is. Yeah, comparatively and
2: even just like on that tom kench example the fact that like if you were like messing around up by their raptors you could like w over that new wall into like that new little corridor to get to your tower
0: yeah right like get the bonus distance that's a lot of yeah that's a lot of mobility for uh like for that specific example dude it's cool
3: i also I, i'm sorry to everyone listening i do talk and think about the game through the eyes of tom kench for everything <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, bottom lane, I think, is the craziest though, so we can talk about that next.
2: Wow. Uh, hey. so, <laughs> so once
3: again, it's symmetrical. That's like the biggest thing we want to like discuss mm-hmm. here is that like both sides now have a tri-bush. Um, and then both sides have like, like it's 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 almost exactly uh symmetrical. The difference being yeah. that it feels weird how exposed red side looks to having like their tower there, but they are almost the exact same like it just looks weird right
0: well it's a little like it's definitely a little bit more open just with dragon pit being right there yeah but it's not it's not like too egregious especially with the the pixel bush assuming you just like plop a ward down there and you know then it's kind of the same yeah.
1: i do
3: love the idea for this is for top and bottom i like the idea of having just one place that you have to ward for jungle ganks like overall outside yeah. of like they can like lane gank or whatever but having just like the pixel bush where that's the only place because you can't get like rap ganked anymore is like it's so cool
0: i guess that like it kind of sucks for junglers i think a little bit Fuck but, junglers, but dude. maybe that's okay <laughs>
2: yeah i think this is gonna end up like the the terrain of the map has been so stagnant for like 12 years for the most part Mm-hmm. that this is going to, like, introduce a lot of different warding patterns and, like, gank paths that I think are really interesting. Because, like, I'm looking, and if you're, like, winning bottom, and you can, like, stay pushed and ward tri-brush, and then if you scroll up to the image of the jungle uh, one that shows the dragon pit, and you can also get a ward on, like, that little curvy bush, like, opposite dragon, like, the only way they're going to gank you is if they, like, wrap around... Past mid or lane gank. Hmm. Right? Like you get you just have so much potential to be like Yeah, that seeing what what happens with the warding patterns I'm I'm really interested in.
3: Yeah. Um, next is the infernal changes so uh, yeah they have they have mentioned in here that like hey the only things that are really changing is going to be infernal and it's because they're not going to break walls anymore what they're going to do is they, oh. they, they kind of looked into the idea of like hey how can we augment the game without just like breaking all the shit we just built and what they're doing is they're in, uh, implementing things that, something called infernal cinders so these infernal cinders once uh, you rift map or once infernal map has spawned these infernal cinders will spawn around the map each cinder uh, will uh, give the champion that picks it up adaptive stats and bursts of movement speed based on their character so like if you're a mage character you'll get uh, obviously adaptive ap if you're an ad character you'll get adaptive uh, attack damage um and if you die you'll drop half of your cinders on the ground for someone else to pick up <laughs> um so it's it, just a rotating game mode i feel like <laughs> so the idea obviously is that infernal Uh, as a map will just like make more, more characters have just more damage. Right. Is the, is the idea. And they're augmenting the game state by just having it be a more fighting, more heavy damage uh, map than like just having it change the the map state itself. I I think it's cool.
2: I can't wait for it to be Inferno map and I'm against a bard and he's running around the map (laughs) at mock and picking up chimes and shards. And he just walks up and slaps you for 1400 damage because he's got a thousand (laughs) AP. Hell yeah, how sick would that be? It'd be so cool.
3: Hey, we took my <laughs> teammate to flame me for picking up an Infernal Cinder that he wanted. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Um, they're also adding a fist bump emote. Uh, so there's going to be a yeah. new emote that when you do something, you can you can put up a fist, and then if anyone on your team around you puts up a fist, you can all fist bump together. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> it's that's so sick. goofy.
2: <laughs> I do sick. like the idea of emotes that interact. My immediate thought when I see this is, what if we get to five pieces of Exodia, huh? Can, we, can, can me and my boys <laughs> do the five Exodia emotes and just
0: win the game? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Um, okay, cool. so we got the new uh, item, which we talked about when there was the vote. It's, uh, it's called Trailblazer. It is a tank item that creates a little trail behind you that gives your teammates movement speed and uh yeah that's uh, that's about it
3: <laughs> cool um they're also making some changes to music so they've implemented dynamic music to the game so based on how the game is going the music in the game will change uh, i personally don't really play with music but i think this is a cool idea right in more tense moments like maybe like later in the game maybe the music's a little more like uh tense but it's a cool idea at the very latest. So.
0: <laughs> i can't wait for like the modern warfare team music like, <laughs> when you're doing a team fight just super <laughs> distracting yeah
3: it's, it's a cool idea though um cool <laughs> we can jump into item change i think this is like what's going to take yeah. us the
0: longest and we're already 50 minutes in so hey no more mythic items
3: hell yeah fuck mythic items
0: yeah i um i'll be honest i don't think it's going to change like diversity that much it should open up a lot of things just by the fact that it is removing more restrictions but as we've talked about before i think like people are still just going to build what's optimal like uh, as we have before, it just uh is going to depend on what that that number is. Hell yeah, um. We but I'm excited to see the items. Sorry.
3: Yeah, no, there's there's a lot, uh, mm-hmm. so we can go through it. Uh, the first thing is, hey, they're changing support items completely. Um, so every support will start the game with an item called World Atlas. You buy it for forty gold, so you can buy your support item. Then you can also buy a actual starting item. Is the idea? Um, this support item gives like almost no stats give some gold per 10 and then it has the support quest that we currently know in the game except that it's a combination of both the quests so you get gold for hitting enemies you also get gold for like last hitting in like last hitting minions uh, with your like oh, execute yeah. mechanic so it, it's a support mechanic where you can take it on anyone um, and then you eventually will upgrade it to one of five items that best fits your role um, so at 500 gold you upgrade it to either runic compass or uh, bounty of worlds um these items obviously have like slightly different stats, um, but for the most part they are similar. I, I think these are the same. Uh sorry, um Yeah, Bounty of Worlds is like the in-between state. And then once you fully upgraded a thousand gold, you can upgrade it into um celestial opposition, so Cel- uh Cel- solstice slay blood song dream maker or zazer zazak i guess you can pretty quickly like read the descriptions of the full ones i don't think we need to talk about like the minor forms it's pretty much like the typical you farm to 500 gold you farm to a thousand gold mm-hmm. to get your upgrades. yeah who cares um But the actual ones, we can go back and forth on this. The first one is Celestial Opposition. Um, Its passive is Blessing of the Mountain, if you remember that from the good old days. Become blessed to reduce incoming Mm. damage by 40% as melee or 25% as range, lingering for 2 seconds after taking damage from a champion. When Reduction wears off, unleashes Shockwave around you that slows enemies for 50% for 1.5 seconds. Effect refreshes after leaving combat for 15 seconds. So... Credible if you're a support every single first time you're in uh, taking damage in a fight, you're reducing it by like 40% as a melee character, which is kind of yeah, crazy.
2: So it's, it's they took basically the passive from Crown and put it on this support item. Yeah,
0: that uh, seems pretty sick, no?
2: Yeah, it's really cool. Next yeah. one is Solstice this Slay, slowing or immobilizing an enemy champion, grants you and a nearby ally with the lowest amount of health. Bonus HP and movement speed for four seconds, and it's got a 20-second cooldown. So you CC somebody, and you and that ally get health and movement speed, so helping you either, I I imagine, run away or go in. Um, And it's going to typically prioritize giving those stats to your AD carry based on whoever has the, I think it's current health is how i read that it just says with the lowest amount of health mm-hmm. um but i would imagine that's current either current or max uh, either way big, probably 90
3: movement speed is a fucked amount dude
2: it's like, a lot that is a lot and
3: it's on slow it's not on hard cc either right so like i could hit tom kench q and i get 90 movement speed me and my ally get 90 movement speed running at the you also get
0: like for specifically for tom kench you also get the 120 bonus health yeah actually, pretty right? can,
2: can you go back and, and talk about the last the the celestial opposition through the lens of tom kench
3: yeah i can jump in when i take damage i had it reduced as tom kench awesome <laughs> Very well, i just different. meant
0: like it's you know part of your yeah, like no, your it's, damage it's goes insane. up and you have move speed
3: dude it's crazy
2: yeah and then i can this build this tom kench tom kench patch and then Aiden, i can build this on senna and then we both, and then after you get yours, we get more ninety movement speed, and we keep going. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Hell, hell yeah. We're cooking now. All
2: right. Next one is Blood Song. The passive is Spellblade. After using an ability, your next attack is bonus damage on hit. If the target is a champion, you will apply a debuff called Expose Weaknesses, increasing the damage they take by twelve percent. If you're a melee character or 8% if you're a ranged character for 6 seconds. Mm. So this is basically like the Evan Shroud passive, but you get it just on auto-attack as a Spellblade proc.
3: So it's spell casting, auto-attacking support. You have to get it on your auto. It enhances your next auto-attack. It's not on your spell. Mm-hmm. So obviously Senna's a character that could use this in theory, right? Yeah, she, Senna can use this
2: exceedingly well um if you're playing like an eighty carry support like ash very good
3: it, it's an interesting hmm. one I, I like the idea i feel like it's probably gonna be like one of the less built ones but like yeah even on like enchanters there are better enchanters we'll talk about the enchanter one in a second um mm-hmm. actually all of them are kind of like honestly you can kind of build these on any character like they're they feel pretty diverse
0: <laughs> i think that's my favorite part of this is like none of these have seemed like oh this is the the only one that leona can take this is the only one that Soraka can take. Like they all seem like maybe not ideal for every character, but definitely usable. Like even Soraka could take the um like on hit item that we just talked about, right? Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be the worst.
2: Bard could definitely take it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it's cool. Bard but... can take any of them because it doesn't matter what he builds. Yeah, okay, true.
3: the next one's fucked if you want to talk about that, Nick. <laughs>
0: okay. Um so this is zaza's Realm Spike? No, no, Dreammaker. Uh, oh, Dreammaker, I'm sorry. Uh oh, I thought that's what oh, I see. Gain a blue dream bubble and a purple dream bubble every eight seconds. When you heal or shield another ally, uh, it blows both dream bubbles to them and empowers them for three seconds. (laughs) The blue bubble reduces 140 incoming damage on the next hit. And the purple bubble grants 90 bonus magic damage on the next hit. What the fuck are they smoking? That's crazy. My my favorite part is like, at some point, Faker is going to have to talk about these bubbles. (laughs) Like it's just ridiculous.
2: It's oh.
0: yeah, it's so wild
2: thinking. Like if if you took that paragraph out and posted <laughs> it on Reddit four years ago, and everyone's like, "Who the fuck is this? Like, are you high? What what are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, good for enchanters. It, yeah, essentially, you know, this seems like a an enchanter one. When you heal or shield an ally, they get a shield and they de- deal bonus damage on their next hit.
0: That's crazy. Right
2: when simplify when you take away the blue bubble and the purple bubble, it, it it's it makes a lot more sense. Every
0: eight seconds, yeah, Oof. that's very good.
2: Uh, next and final one is Zazak's Realm Spike. Uh, <laughs> Passive is called Void Explosion. Dealing ability damage to a champion causes an explosion at their location that damages the target and nearby enemies, dealing a flat amount plus a percentage of maximum health. And it is capped against monsters. It's only got a three second cooldown. Oh so my god! If you are playing a poke support, <laughs> you will have this up every time you cast your ability.
0: That's insane! Every three seconds, Dude, it's we, cool. it is uh. cool. It is
3: cool. I mean, just to, like think about every like think just say say a random support and like think of the five options. Which ones of them? They could build,
0: like. I mean, the only ones that are. Like, well, the only one that is gated is the like, support
3: one, right? The Enchanter one. Is,
0: well, they're all support ones, but yeah, the like the only the only one that some champions won't be able to proc. Yeah, is the healer shield, which depending on the champion, maybe you take like Font of Life if that still exists and can proc yeah. it that way. Like, I, I you know, there's yeah, really the that's the only one that's like kind of gated.
2: The only I would also say like to me celestial Opposition with like the the crown passive. It seems like that one is probably more restrictive because, like, every character sure can use it, but I think it's going to be pretty limited to, like, probably engage supports as the ones who, like, actually want that as opposed to one of the other things.
0: Obviously, you're losing out on a bunch of damage, but imagine you take this in hard lanes as, like... I guess it's not as good for ranged characters, but I'm, I'm thinking, like... um. Like Senna brands, like characters who, oh, okay, you're gonna dump your entire combo on me, Pike, and like you're just gonna deal like such a small amount of damage, and it's gonna be back up every single time you throw a hook. I like, guess. I, my, my, I, I don't. I definitely don't think it's like super ideal. But even in those scenarios, like it, you, you know, in in some hard matchups, it's gonna have some value.
2: My my biggest argument against that is that this is what you get after you have finished your full support quest. And That's spend true. I money forgot on this item. So like this, I forgot it's
0: not in lane. Yeah. Right. Like this is yeah.
2: is gonna be for late game team fights.
0: Yeah. 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 Which I mean, maybe is even more valuable um, I, on squishy champions who get blown up.
2: Maybe. I, I think. I think of twenty five, even with forty percent reduction. Like if you get picked, you're still destroyed. But I think we we could talk about these five alterations of the support item for another twenty minutes. But there's a lot more content to go, and we're an hour into the show. Yep. (laughs) Let's crush it. mage items. Hey, they got rid of the mythics. So, Crown, Everfrost, Leeching Lear, Demonic Embrace, Night Harvester, Luden's Tempest, and Stopwatch are all gone. Um, So, Demonic Embrace is the only non-mythic or mythic component here, uh, which is interesting that that's gone. Um, and like they said stopwatch and the perfect timing rune are both gone thank fucking god
3: i think the new <laughs> cool. implementation is good it's still in the game like stop like stopwatch is a thing but it will suppose you'll see it in a little bit on yeah. a more expensive item so
2: yeah so new items first one Malignans. It costs three thousand gold builds out of lost chapter fiendish codex and a 900 gold combined cost it gives 80 ap 20 haste 600 mana uh, and fifteen haste for your ultimate only. Uh, additionally, it gives you a passive whenever you damage an enemy champion with your ultimate, burn the ground beneath them for three seconds, dealing a bunch of magic damage every second, and reducing their magic resist. Uh, and that magic resist shred scales with level for as long as they are on the burning ground. So, so this is the so this, is,
0: this the, is the Malzahar item,
2: right? This is the Malzahar item. This is the Rumble item. Six <laughs> item. Yeah,
3: there's, there's yeah a lot this of characters is this gonna be very crazy.
0: Good on. Any spell reliant or old mage, huh? Yeah, it's cool.
3: It's it's fucking good,
0: co- dude. Uh, it does seem really. Cool. We
3: will talk about it like at the end. We'll give like an overall overview. But like
0: mages are eating good. <laughs> yeah, they are. Tanks are too. Like let's not forget. Yeah, just maybe no, but- not. For the addition of items, but for something else.
3: <laughs> it's funny because like I, I looked at tank items first because I I look at everything the eyes of Tom Kench and I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. they're adding a lot of magic like really good magic resist yeah. items. And then I read the mage items and like I see why. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. But you're gonna, you're gonna need Well, them. I guess we'll talk about it later. The I would say the the removed items are the big reason that tanks are That's fair, yeah. yeah. Are lined up at the buffet. <laughs> cool. Um Caster's Companion. I hey I want to do this one. Uh, I don't care about the stats. Um, When you load, you gain a shot charge every three seconds uh, up to a maximum of six, and then you fire. Damaging abilities consume all shot charges to deal an additional uh, bunch of magic damage to the target and one uh, one additional nearby target per charge. If there are insufficient targets in range for each remaining shot, repeat the damage on the primary target uh, at a reduced rate.
3: So in general, the idea is that you're slowly loading up your gun, and then you eventually uh, hit Fucking an ability, and it does like a bunch of extra stored damage, right? That's sick. And, so yeah, every and three seconds up is... to six, sec- up to six. So obviously, like it has what like an 18 second cooldown for max damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this
2: is very six. similar to Ludens, right? Like hitting ability, it deals more damage. Yep, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, next uh, one, or go ahead.
3: Yeah, next is Storm Surge. It's 2,800 gold. Uh, Pretty good stat line. Has magic pen movement speed on it. Um, The passive is called Storm Raider. Dealing 35% of a champion's maximum health within 3 seconds applies Storm Surge to them, and grants the user 25% movement speed for 2 seconds with a 20 second cooldown. The passive um, Storm Surge after 2 seconds, Storm Surge strikes the target with lightning, dealing 100-200 to base on level, plus 50% AP magic damage to them. If they die to the lightning or before the lightning strikes, it detonates immediately in a large area around them, and you gain 30 (laughs) gold. So, the way that you see this is on, like, really Really strong burst characters. You hit them with a bunch of damage. You do over thirty-five percent of their health, which then marks them. And then after two seconds, they get like lightning struck in a huge AOE, and it does like a bunch of damage to everyone. everyone That's around sick.
2: Them. Yeah. And again, this is fifty percent AP ratio, right? With an hundred to two hundred damage, right? Like, say you're a mage with a couple items, probably like two to three hundred AP. This is probably like a again two to three hundred damage lightning bolt that comes down to potentially finish you off. And if you do, you get bonus gold. It's 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 AP collector, guys. It's really cool. It's it's fucking cool, man. Yeah.
0: That is cool. I like that they've implemented it, but it's different from Collector as well.
2: I'm I'm very interested to see if you can get multiple strikes if you like hit multiple people, right? Like I'm imagining Oriana ult and you do like 35% of three peoples. Do all three of them get struck by lightning, or does it just pick one? Ooh, yeah, I'd question. be curious. Um, or, yeah, like uh, interested to see how that interaction works. It looks like it's only single, single target. It would be sick if it applied to all three because they all took mm-hmm. the damage at the same time. Uh, next mm-hmm. one is Haunting Guys. This is a new intermediate, like, component.
0: Legendary item, yeah
2: no epic item is what they're called it builds epic, into yeah, the andries and it oh, builds forgot, into
3: yeah. riff maker i believe
2: yeah uh so nice. it gives health and ap costs 1300 gold and it gives it passive madness for each second in combat with champions deal bonus damage uh two percent scaling up to six percent if you're in combat for three seconds uh cool. and okay so that's I, I would have thought that maybe they would have put this component next to the items it builds into, but they didn't. <laughs> uh, so next one is a full item called Crypt Bloom, twenty eight fifty gold, AP ability, haste, and magic penetration 30 uh, percent magic it's, penetration. It's so this is <laughs> that's a lot. Uh, a you know new void staff, I guess. Uh, passive is called Life from Death. Whenever you get a takedown on any champion within three seconds of damaging them. Create a healing Nova on their location
0: Whoa. that heals
2: allies for a flat 50 plus 50% of your AP this has a 60 second cooldown
0: dang we're all we're all just fewer out here huh
2: yeah so I imagine there's gonna be multiple items that build out of blighting jewel um and so this is like if you kill somebody you get some heal healing for your team uh definitely AP
3: assassin item for sure obviously.
0: Mhm, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. That's cool. Um Riftmaker uh for each second in combat, you deal bonus damage, um and then at max strength you get some omnivamp. Uh oh, you get 2% of your bonus health as ability power, so kind of comboing it with the old uh um Demonic d- Demonic, yeah. Uh and then Omnivamp is updated, it only exists on Riftmaker, heals you for a percentage of the damage you deal, um, heals you for the full amount with pet or AoE damage.
3: Yeah, so it can be like, it applies on jungle monsters and oh, stuff as well. Um, it's cool. I, I, I think it's better than old Riftmaker. Old Riftmaker was really bad. It's just like, seems yeah. like a better version of it, um, obviously has the demonic passive on it as well, which kind of makes it like a, like a more like it's better on more than it was before, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Seems better on like bruisers than it was before, yeah. which is like the the big thing I think. Cool.
3: Next is Leandre's the updated Leandre. So a reminder: this used to be a mythic item, and now it's no longer. So it like its stat line is changed um it now has its passive is the kind it's kind of like old leandre's like the way to look at it so passive torment okay. dealing damage with abilities causes enemies to burn for two percent maximum health uh damage over three seconds and that has the passive suffering for each second in combat with enemy champions gain two percent damage so it has the scaling damage up to six percent bonus damage when it also has the burn right um it's kind of like old Leandries where like you kind of amp your stuff as you're fighting it is like obviously it's still going to be build on mages but it's also really good on like anything that can stay and fight and sling spells so
0: cool
2: horizon focus focus, it looks to be a little bit less expensive it still has hyper shot when you deal damage with abilities uh, at a significant range so 700 range or more reveal them for six seconds and deal bonus damage to them it gained a new passive when you reveal somebody with that also reveal all other enemy champions within 1200 range Mm. of them that's pretty good for two seconds 1200 is a lot ezreal
3: q is 1100 so that gives you an idea so uh, ezreal q radius around the target yeah Yeah.
2: that that can be huge um especially
0: if you like if you're just face checking a bush or something like that yeah right like i'm imagining
2: this on like xerath and he just like hits one person in a bush And it's basically like a a blue trinket goes down, right? Because you just get to see that whole area. Mm -hmm. Or you get to see any enemies in that area uh, for two seconds. And that's only a 30-second cooldown, yeah. So that's going to be really good for mages with long-range abilities to be able to scout out objectives. Mm -hmm.
3: Hmm. Cool. Next is Seekers, which is the uh, new stopwatch replacement. Like Obviously, old Seekers is the armor um, AP item. It now has a better stat line of forty ap 35 armor um and it has an active of stasis so it has the stopwatch passive on it but it costs 1600 gold um and it's obviously. only the one time and it's the right. one time use um old uh stopwatch obviously with 750 old seekers mm. with a thousand um i think this is a good i think it's good to have a component like this because it will de-incentivize people just building this for like a random fight um because even at seven fifty yeah. gold, people would like build fucking stopwatch, right? Just for like an important fight. <laughs> so yeah,
0: I mean it was the most efficient, like, or the the most like impactful use of seven hundred fifty gold that you could have. Yeah, it's right? crazy. So yeah, nice uh, shadow flame. Um, I'm most excited for this, by the way. Oh, magic, pen. Um, magic damage and true damage critically strikes enemies below thirty five percent health, <laughs> dealing twenty percent increased damage. Reduced to thirty percent increased damage, uh, or damage over time. Damage over time in pets. Wow, dude. So that seems sick.
3: Your Karthus Alt can crit.
0: <laughs> that's crazy, huh, oh, dude? What a fucking cool! I wonder if cool there's a way item. to increase that damage.
3: Oh, dude, I, I'm so excited, dude. This is so sick,
0: actually. Yeah, that's awesome.
2: That's oh. yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm wondering because,
2: so like, Karthus Alt. I th- the damage would be applied before It applies th-
3: once. I mean, so they have to be under 35, right? If they're yeah. if they're at 36 it won't crit, right?
2: Yeah, but then like if your ultimate drops them below, I'm wondering like would yeah, nothing else would, like really do like a, a snowball effect of like then like even if dark harvest then procced like it wouldn't be a huge amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Cosmic Drive still gives all the same stats. The passive is changed. Damaging an enemy champion with an ability gives you bonus movement speed for two seconds. So it no longer... Uh, it's
3: the super complicated fucking thing that I have. Yeah, yeah, it's
2: just, hey, it gives a bunch of AP, ability, haste, and movement. When you hit somebody, you get more movement. Uh, very, very useful item.
3: Cool. Nice. They reduced uh, the cost of Amptome down yeah. to 400. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, Rod of Ages, kind of the same thing as before... Uh, I think it's exactly the same as before. Maybe Um, a little cheaper. They changed
3: the passive, so like it doesn't have the healing passive anymore. Instead, it has um, the... You restore mana equal to uh, pre-mitigated damage that you've taken from characters, and you heal equal to a percentage of your mana spent.
0: Um, oh, is that different than what it is now? It was like for...
3: So, like, before you'd cast stuff, and then you would store up a number, and then oh, once, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. once you hit a certain number, it would, like, give you the movement speed, and then mm-hmm. it's just confusing and fucking... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Either way, it's it's pretty all well the same. Um, I guess the stat line changed slightly on it. It gives less AP, uh, less health, and less mana because it's not a, a mythic anymore. Um, but it also costs, what, 100 gold less, so...
0: It's mm-hmm. cool. It's pretty good at... 2,700 only. Yeah. Mm -mm. Um, Assassin items. They've removed Duskblade and Prowler's Claw and added the Voltaic Cyclo Sword, which sounds sick. (laughs) It's so cool. Uh, Passive energized. Moving and attacking will generate the energized attack. Um, And another passive, it applies 100 bonus physical damage and slows enemies for 99% uh, for three quarters of a second only. uh, Melee only slow. So kind of like old Duskblade.
2: Can we talk about how the Brutalizer is back? Yeah,
3: I think it's also a good point. So Brutalizer is back. So Dirk and Brutalizer are both in the game. Um, Dirk is only Lethality. That's the only stat on it. Um, And Brutalizer is Lethality and uh, Ability Haste. And it's more expensive. Um, Also, uh, important to note as we go into the Exastion section, Lethality is no longer a scaling stat. It is just flat penetration.
0: Oh, so yeah. we're going back to, what? But it's they... still called lethality.
3: It's still called lethality. Um, but yeah, so like, if, for those who don't know, lethality—the way it currently works—if you, you buy a dirk um, at level five, it only has like fifty percent of its effective armor pen until, like, it has its full effective armor pen. At, I think it might be eighteen, but maybe it's like earlier in the game. It might be like thirteen. I'm yeah, not
2: sure. there, there is a formula based on level that determines how much armor it cuts through. Um, yeah. That's so weird that they're changing that back. Anyway, uh, I, I don't want to dig into that because there's just so much more to talk about, but that's wild to me. Uh, next one, Profane Hydra. Uh, builds out of Tiamat and the Brutalizer. Gives basically the same stats as old Hydra. Active Heretical Slash. Deals a bunch of physical damage to nearby enemies. This damage increases based on total AD. Uh, and deals bonus damage to targets at low health, below 30%. Passive auto-attacks cleave damage to nearby units does not apply to abilities, just auto-attacks. Nice.
3: All right. You want to take this one? It's super funny.
0: Hubris. Uh, Passive Ego. When you kill an enemy champion, you are granted a statue of yourself. Passive Eminence. Uh, when a champion that you have damaged within the last three seconds dies, gain ten one, pl- one per, plus one per statue attack damage for sixty seconds. So if you
3: if you if you have this item and then you kill ten characters, when you kill someone, you get a twenty eighty buff for sixty seconds.
0: For sixty seconds, do, are the statues permanent? Yes, the they
3: sit in your base.
0: <laughs> oh, they sit in the base. Yeah, they sit. In I, your base. I thought they would have been like wherever you killed the that'd be even funnier. The uh, nice. That's sick.
3: Cool. Uh, next is Opportunity. Um, it's an attack damage lethality movement speed item. The passive is Murder. Uh, after being out of combat for six... Uh, after being out of combat with champions for eight seconds, gain bonus lethality. Lethality lasts for three seconds after dealing damage to characters. Passive Murder speed. If a champion dies within three seconds of damaging them, gain, uh, gain 150 decaying movement speed for 1.5 seconds. So it's kind of like um, reverse young moves. You get the stacks, um, mm. but you get the movement speed after you kill someone rather than on the active. So
0: it's cool. Yeah. That's cool.
2: Also, there's a new component called Nether Shard, I guess. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, there's also a new component called Rectrix. Uh It gives attack damage and movement speed, so kind of the uh, Aether Wisp of AD. There's the Brutalizer, uh, like Aiden was talking about. It gives attack damage, ability haste, and lethality. And it doesn't show here, but I guess, yeah, Dirk just gives... AD and lethality for probably a lower cost. Yeah. Uh, Sherilda's grudge has been adjusted a little bit. It has a new passive called rancor uh, gain. Leth... Okay. So it gives the flat amount of armor penetration and an additional amount scaling off of your th- lethality. So yep. if you have a bunch of lethality and you buy this item, it's going to cut through all of the armor, uh, and it still has the bitter cold passive, where when you hit them with an ability, it's going to slow them. Just to your context, only on if the they're a, under fifty percent health.
3: Oh, I like that as well. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but the context is that y- they don't want p- characters like Ezreal building Soreldas as their final Without item, authority. and then getting mm-hmm. just a shitload of pen. So
0: that's good. All right, let's talk about tank items. This is the uh, the meat and potatoes, huh? Yeah, just Definitely the meat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um cool so lots of items removed turbo chem tank radiant virtue evan trial gargoyle stone plate aegis of the legion and life well pendant and in its place hollow radiance silksong win um it has the immolate passive the sunfire or the bami's one um and then moon burn burn when you kill an enemy uh non-ward and non-structure you deal 30 plus uh three and a half percent bonus hp magic damage in an area around them
2: in general this is the magic resist sunfire now so mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and then it, it it deals damage and when you kill stuff it deals even more damage yeah, versus yeah very good.
3: sunfire which is like a it just your sunfire gets stronger the longer in combat this one is like just a different version of it different flavor yeah. wait sunfire um, gets
2: stronger over time uh to enemy yeah.
3: characters it does yeah huh didn't know um, that. Next one's Unending Despair. Um, this is a health, armor, ability, haste item for twenty eight hundred gold. Passive while in combat with champions, every second, seven seconds, deal magic damage to nearby enemy characters, healing for one hundred seventy five percent of the damage dealt. So every like seven seconds, you're just getting like a,
2: a bit of health in wow. based on your
3: health. It it seems really really good for like yeah. high health tanks.
2: It doesn't mm-hmm. state how much damage is being dealt or what that scales off of. I imagine it's going to scale off of like max health. Um, um, it I had probably...
3: it pulled up earlier. I, so I was going to, on my lunch break, I started compiling all of these into like a Google Sheets for us to read because I thought it would be better, but then it just took forever. So I stopped doing it. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it has a, <laughs> a ratio where like I think on like an average Tom Kench build, um, like middle ish game, I think I w- I'd heal every like uh, like 500 every like couple sec, every seven seconds.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, okay. That seems pretty good.
2: Yeah. Next tank item, Kanik Rookern. Uh, it is health, magic resist, and health regen, and the passive is Mage Bane. After not taking damage from a champion for fifteen seconds, gain a magic damage shield for eighteen percent of your max health. <laughs> wow. Pretty good. Um. So uh, yeah, I mean, like uh, the the tank's version of like a Banshee's Veil or a, uh, whatever the lethality for Edge of Night.
0: Or just the Galio passive, huh? Yeah.
2: I was trying to They're compare just it reusing
0: in terms of all items. these all these all these other parts of the game. True. No originality. Uh it's
3: really... a big 18% is a lot. <laughs> it, it is it's a
2: lot. Yeah. A lot uh, and I and I do really like the idea of like okay yeah, the the tank is going to probably face check and get poked out by mages specifically you know maybe it's a jace some games but it's going to help them.
3: Uh, Jack Show is getting a little bit of some changes. Uh the the gist of it is getting more stats on it, um, and uh its passive is being changed so it doesn't just like stack up and give you like increasing armor matches. Uh once you reach your maximum amount of stacks, um, you just increase your bonus stats by twenty five percent until you're mm. out of combat. So yeah. and it doesn't have to heal anymore. The idea is that it kind of felt a little weird that like it almost felt like you wanted to like dip in and out of combat to like get the heal suck every once in a while whereas like now it's just like you want to keep your stacks on because it makes you super tanky
2: yeah Mm -hmm. also i think i really like this that it's it's just amplifying your resists rather than giving flat damage reduction like jack show did um right so i think they did they get away from that right
0: when they made it more of a tank item and less of a bruiser one
2: i just yeah, this this will not be as good on Bruisers, and that's what I, I am happy about hoping for. Uh, I, I hate, like, that Aurelia can go like, Bork Jack Show. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, again, this is going to be a better item the more resists you have. Uh, next one, Dead Man's Plate. Pretty well, same stats, health, armor, movement speed. Run around, get more move speed, auto attack, does a bunch of damage. Uh, the...
0: Slowing effects have a reduced uh, effect on you.
2: Okay, so that's that's added next, new. Steps. Yeah, you, Oh just pat, just all the time. Yeah, so you are slow resistant if you build this item, so very similar nice. to the boots of swiftness, but hey, there's another source of that that's not boots of swiftness now. Is this Tom Kench Item Maiden?
3: Um no, probably not. I mean it's just <laughs> like bad stat wise, right? But Yeah. I mean, there's games for it, but Cool. Next. Next is um Sorry, are we on Force of Nature? Is that the yes, uh, yeah. um Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Force of Nature. It's almost the exact same, by the way. Um, you still get the stacks of Steadfast. Um, once you're at eight stacks, you get um, increased movement speed, but you get, I think, even more magic resist than you did before uh, when you hit the nice. max stack. then gets the change. I don't
2: have it pulled up right beside me, but it's cool. Yeah. I mean, it, the item gives 110 magic resistance at. Full yeah, stacks it's a lot that's crazy. I mean that's what I
3: was like that's what I was saying when like I, I saw the tank changes first I'm like damn why the fuck are they putting so many magic items because the major <laughs> items are crazy
2: dude
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. nice um now we're going to enchanter items removed chemtech putrefire in chalice of harmony um, they added a new item glowing moat five ability haste for 250 gold cool. I feel like that's bad it is bad right? but
3: it's just like so you don't have just really expensive items yeah right? i guess so it's better uh, a break point than not
0: yeah fair enough uh don core um gain three percent heal in shield power and five ability power per 100 base mana region uh and gain 18 summoner spell haste i like that a lot actually that's it, good
3: it's probably gonna be good yeah it's like hard to say obviously you need to like path out your builds as like characters but um a lot of characters like have a i mean every single support item has just a shitload of mana regen on it so
0: and i i feel like supports are more um summoner spell reliant than most yeah like with the exception of flash obviously um so having that on a support item is pretty good i think Mm
2: -hmm. next up we've got echoes of helia uh, which was the mythic item they're adjusting it a little bit uh, still kind of same stats, the passive soul siphon dealing damage to an enemy champion gets you a soul shard. Healing or shielding will consume the shards and deal bonus damage uh, if there's a nearby enemy. Uh, obviously they got rid of the dissonance passive that it had. So pretty well the same item just with stat adjustments. It costs only 2200 gold, so pretty cheap, easy to access item.
0: Yeah, not bad. Um, Staff of Flowing Water, healing or shielding an allied champion except yourself will grant you uh, 40 ability power and move speed over three seconds. It's the
3: old one, dude. It's really good. Like, just casting heal on your Twitch or whatever. Like, Yumi Twitch is probably going to be back because something like this because you're sitting on him. You're giving him 40 AP every single time you heal him with a shitload of mana or a shitload of move speed. Like, it's, it's...
0: Well, I think... The way it reads is you don't give that to an ally anymore. You only give it to yourself. Uh, I definitely... Right? It grants the user.
3: I definitely like... The way it was being talked about online was that you get both, but it definitely reads like it's only the person.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, it could just be worded wrong or interpreted incorrectly, but... I I think Nick is reading it correctly that when I heal
2: an ally, I get stats but i don't think they ever get stats so if i heal myself i get nothing if i heal an ally i get stats i think is what you yeah. saying i'm just saying the which way it case, was talked
3: about online was definitely that like you both get it but
0: which is how it should work right because which character who's going to be building this cares about 40 ability power enough yeah. to buy this over a different item right
3: we'll see though um either way it's it's cool um, next is the fighter items. Uh, they've removed Gore Drinker, Divine Sunder, Mirror Dawn, and Iron Iron Spike Whip. The first item is Sundered Sky, which is cool. Um, this is a attack damage, ability haste, health item. Um, its passive is Light Shield Strike. The first attack against a uh, champion will critically strike for one hundred and fifty percent damage and heals for one hundred and ten percent base eighty plus eight percent missing health. So your first hit in a in a fight will be like kind of crazy is the idea.
0: Hmm. I wonder what the cooldown uh, of this is going to be
3: i'm assuming it's just well in combat right like
2: like that's probably how to yeah, you have it. to exit combat to get it back up
0: yeah, yeah I, I just meant like what the like how quickly how often you'd be able to practice in like leaning phase if you were to build this first
3: yeah it's hard to say it's cool
2: yeah i mean i would mm-hmm. think probably like depending twice a wave if you can like get in and out of combat efficiently
0: that's, <laughs> that's a lot then for range characters like oof yeah interested to see how that goes um, Tiamat
2: has the active uh, deal damage to stuff around you again um, and the cleave is again only on auto attacks now
0: but it still works for range champions too just less effectively yep, yep. cool uh, um, Ravenous Hydra regained the active
3: yes yeah, it lost the stacking right I believe it doesn't say anything about stacking anymore um, which is oh. interesting. yeah, no, so it's right. just the flat right.
0: stats. I think that's good. Um, and- oh, and the active applies life steal, so getting some of that sustain back, I guess there. Mm-hmm.
2: Cool. I mean, mainly because I think it's again the the cleave is not going to apply on abilities anymore. Thank God. <laughs> yep,
3: Titanic Hydra is back with its uh, active on it. Um, Chen oh, Joyce. Um, dude, Shen with like Hydra was really really good before. So hopefully this is still good on him. That'd be cool.
2: Yeah. Uh Nitro Hexa (laughs) Aegis. It is A D, Attack Speed, and Health. Passive is 30 Ultimate Ability Haste. After casting your ultimate, gain thirty five percent attack speed and fifteen percent bonus movement speed for seven seconds. It's like a
3: Jax Trindomir, etc. item. So like seems really good.
0: Yeah. Someone was saying, like, I want to play this on set, and that seems kind of kind of good. Yeah, just punch them faster. Yeah, I can fast. see that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool.
2: Yeah, I can see nice. this working on a lot of characters. My, my first mm-hmm. thought was, like, oh, this is going to be so good on Quinn. And then I was, like, wait, but is it going to happen when you jump on the bird and then be useless? Yeah.
0: Oh, maybe. I don't know when that, when that happens.
2: Uh, hmm. All right. Uh, new component,
0: Tunneler gives AD and health. Cool, Hullbreaker is uh is still here, but it's different. Um, basic attacks will grant a stack up to five. Attacking an enemy champion or epic monster while at max stacks will consume all stacks to deal extra damage, uh, and this damage is increased versus structures. Um, and no longer does it have the bonus ar- resistances for being alone. Yeah, um, but your cannon minions and super minions will get uh, higher resists still yeah
3: I mean it's definitely like a weaker version of the one than what it was like overall mm-hmm. um I think it's good it still should be in the game like I think split pushing it needs to be in the game for reasons um I just yeah. think that yeah, yeah. like
2: it's miserable when it's really good so
0: yeah yeah It should. It, this shouldn't be a, a, a like I'm gonna build this every single game item
2: mm-hmm. yeah. and, they, and they've adjusted in a way where it is good for split pushing but also just good at taking towers you know whether you're alone or with your whole team Mm-hmm. Right. It's it's just, hey, I'm building this item to, you know, obviously give pretty OK stats, but this is the we're going to kill some powers item.
3: Stride Breaker yeah. uh, got a little mini rework. work, um, so it's still kind of the same stat line. Um, the diff active is uh, you slow enemies in a radius around you for twenty five percent, and you gain twenty five percent bonus movement speed per champion hit. That decays over two seconds, um, and then the mm-hmm. passive still like the kind of like the auto uh, movement speed when you auto attack stuff um, thing. Um, but yeah, dude, striding in a team fight and getting just like one hundred twenty five percent bonus movement speed seems crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it seems
2: crazy. I'm yeah. imagining like. Garen. I'm looking at this through the lens of Garen, right? Yeah. And we're we're going to assume in 80 carries fantasy, we've got three tanks, the 80 carry and a mage. And the Garen walks in, Q E stride breakers, proxies phase rush plus 75% movement speed and then <laughs> zooms at the 80 carry.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> oh,
2: that's wild. Nice. Uh with end is pretty well the same, but they're adding tenacity. Actually, no, this is I guess pretty different. Uh, so attack speed, magic, a lot of magic resistant tenacity, uh, bonus attacks, uh, deal fifteen magic damage on hit. It uh, imagine doesn't give movement speed anymore. Um, but yeah, twenty percent tenacity is very good. <laughs> Can definitely hmm. see this on Aurelia's.
0: Um, Spear of Shojin, right? Yes. Uh, non-ultimate spells gain haste. Um, spell hits will grant stacks and increase your spell damage. Um, and it will be different for melee and ranged users. Cool. Pog. Um, Phage is back with the move speed bonus when you attack something. Um, and Steel Sigil will give attack damage and armor. I, I almost wonder if, um, like... If still sigil is going to be um something worth like dipping into as an eighty carry just to get yeah some armor I immediately That's started, started a gold, scrolling
2: but... through to see <laughs> what steel sigil builds into. Um because like thinking way, way, way back towards the beginning of the game when Riggle's, Riggle's land is an item, like if you have a good stat efficient item with armor for eighty carries, they're gonna build it every time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Hey, speaking of that, Marksman items. Rage Knife and Gale Force are gone. There's a new item called Terminus. Gives attack damage, attack speed, and 30 magic damage on hit. There's an additional passive. Alternate between light and dark on hits each attack. Light attacks grant you armor and magic resist. Dark attacks grant armor and magic penetration.
0: That's cool.
3: This is really cool
2: yeah i i'm imagining this on like a like half tank kog'maw being so good
0: true i was thinking like a um maybe like a lucian who can practice like pretty quickly but that might even be better
3: yeah you said to get what like 10 auto attacks off to max it um Mm -hmm. right for five second i guess every single stack will re So, as long as you get two auto attacks every five seconds. Yeah, as long as you talk, yeah, that's kind of sick. So, 10 stacks to max. um, So, you do need to attack kind of semi fast, um, but it's pretty easy to keep them up, it sounds like.
0: That's cool. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem too hard.
3: Cool. Um, Next is Guardian's Angel. Attack damage, armor, uh, rebirth is the same thing. Um, you used to get 100% of your mana back, right? watch, I think. Yeah, there's some moving stopwatch. Did you get 100% know. mana back before? That seems like a lot crazy, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, it does. I don't, I don't know. I don't know either. Cool.
2: Yeah, so this is one of the items that that Steel Sigil builds into. Um, so if you're an AD carry who wants to go into GA at any point, I feel like getting that early could be pretty good. Bog. Phantom Dancer. Uh, attack damage attack speed critical strike 10 percent movement speed and it still has spectral waltz on attack you gain bonus attack speed you don't get any more movement speed on hit so it's just that the 10 percent flat
0: this is the same right
2: pretty well the same yeah
0: yeah cool well that's all the 2024 preview is that sick right? man
3: like dude that i'm awesome. so excited
0: it is awesome. It, it it definitely feels like a um an off season patch, unlike some of the pr- ones we've had more recently, which have felt a little smaller in scope than than this. Um, so pretty exciting, pretty exciting stuff.
3: I'm, I'm very excited. Uh, cool. Um, that's kind of it for the, the meat of the show. We're an hour and a half in. We yeah, that's could, it for the
0: beginning of the show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> we could jump into, we'll talk about Worlds for a little bit, and then we'll do a yeah. round table, and then we'll probably wrap it up before, we'll do emails next week, I think.
0: So. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Cool. Um, hey, Worlds. Did you, have you, Nick, have you watched any of the games? Uh, no, and I probably <laughs> don't plan to. I, I do know the outcome, um, and honestly, it doesn't seem like it would be very interesting to watch.
3: We can, we can, we're uh, all friends here, right? You're yeah.
0: friends. We, we can we can say the
3: games weren't very good, right? We don't need to pretend they're, they're <laughs> a, Okay,
0: good. I can say it. Yeah, it uh, definitely seemed like the most one sided um, world finals that we've ever had. Right? Aiden I, and I, I... Were,
2: were talking about this while it was happening. I don't think it's the most one sided world finals that we've ever
0: seen. Really?
2: No, because I think, like, what was Season 4, Samsung White? I think those games were more one sided. because the top level play was so much better right and it was it was like an opponent getting really gapped because someone's really good as opposed to this it watching these games it felt like it was we were back to play-ins, watching like a yeah. play-in team <laughs> yeah, yeah. play against like a, a seed four, like it, it it felt like watching a play-in, like a, a an alternate region play against like seed four China, in in prior years, funny. right? Where it's like, okay, sure, one team is like significantly better and they're playing pretty okay, but like one team is just looking really bad, and neither team is looking great.
0: <laughs> yeah, really, okay. You don't think, um. T one played like the best team in the world. That's right That's what I heard.
3: So I, I think in the JDG game, they they looked undisputed the best team in the world, right? They looked really yeah. good. I don't think they played that well in this game either, man. Like in the Weibo wow. series at all. Like, I mean, they played fine. Like, yeah, it, yeah. But yeah. It, it more felt like Weibo had no game plan going into it. Like, they gave Zeus counter pick five games or not five games and go five games, three games in a row. Um, but they like, would
2: have even if they had gone five games. <laughs>
3: Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it just it just felt like they didn't really have any game plan. Their, their one game plan, it felt like, was, like, oh, we'll ban out Faker. Um, and honestly, like, as much as people want to jerk out Faker's is awesome, by the way. I I think I was, like, an all right series from him. But, like, overall, like, he's been playing really well. Yeah, he's um, played well this world. But, like, mm-hmm. that, like, it, it kind of, like, worked. His Ari kind of looked like shit. Um, and then his Akali, like, as much as, like, he got a lot of kills, it very much felt like he got a lot of kills because his team was just, like, really winning. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't yeah. think they're pl- like that felt like their only good game plan was like hey maybe we should get Faker off some shit because if if we don't he's gonna just play Oriana Nico um or sorry Oriana or Silas every game right and that we're not gonna beat that
2: yeah that's that's nice. I I think Aiden and I feel pretty well the same way about the series and it might be because we were having all these conversations while we were watching it live mm-hmm. but I, I agree like Faker played fine I think he played better than jiao but i i i don't think he played nearly to the level he was at during the jdg series and i think both of the semifinal series were much better um his Ari didn't look great his uh akali like aiden said like i mean it looked fine but he his team was winning so it was hard to say yeah. like mm-hmm. he, seeing an akali that like carries a game because like every other lane is behind is very different than like oh cool like you have a, an Aatrox rolling through the whole team and a colleague's there too yeah um and like even bot lane right like they, they were winning bot lane for the most part but i think they could have gone even and done nothing and like faker could have done even and, and done like nothing because the top side was just that one side. because of, yeah
0: because of how zeus is playing yeah well, it uh, sounds a little disappointing for, uh, for a World Finals. Um, it was the most watched Worlds in uh, in history so far.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, it was still fun. Like, the pre-show was fun. Watching it with my friends was fun. I just think that once I, I again, mean, I'll say it. Like, I know a lot of people hate, like, the idea of dumb elimination. But, like, there is something to just watching more good quality games and having the finals be guaranteed to be, like, a... Higher quality series, right? Yeah Because I it, I think it's fair to say And not, like, wait It's no, like A lot of people, like, immediately go into the argument of, like Well, it's not Weibo's fault Of course it's not fucking Weibo's fault <laughs> like, 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 it's not Weibo's fault But, like, Weibo did Like, the format being all single elimination Upsets, like, Snowball And ruin the hype, right? So, like G, uh, NRG upsetting G2 Right? That's, that's one upset Which then mm-hmm. Weibo then plays NRG Um, Obviously not an upset but it caused that and then Weibo upsetting um, uh, sorry G upsetting uh, getting upset by BLG into Weibo upsetting uh, BLG like it just like it was a lot of like really close upsets that lead you to having a final that maybe isn't as close as it should be right. And that's a little disappointing. I, I would have loved to see like JDG play against like any of those other teams in like a lower bracket.
0: And yeah, I would have loved to
2: see Gen.G, JDG in a lower bracket, and then the winner of that plays T1 for finals.
0: Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I, I I imagine the most disappointing aspect of the Worlds was just the wait. Right, you had to wait a, a full week to to watch yeah. a three o, like a pretty disappointing three o.
2: Yeah, to watch it was very funny, because after it ended, we, like, pulled up the, the full stream duration, it was, like, 2 hours and 20 minutes main <laughs> show an hour 45 of pre-show, and even, like, the 2.20 of main show, if you take out like, filler it was probably yeah. less main show than pre-show.
0: Yeah, Aiden, you said it was 2 hours, 20 minutes actual, like you know game time um with the with the in between stuff in an hour and 50 minute pre show
3: yeah it's something like I that. think a, little, a little, <laughs> little
0: rough something pretty crazy something pretty crazy so nice
2: um but yeah congrats to Weibo on hiring a new draft coach next year <laughs>
0: <laughs> Do you, yeah, so we had a lot of draft discussion in our Discord. Do we think the draft was like really that bad?
3: No, I, I think it was fine. Like, I, I mean, like the reality is, I, I think the only obvious thing that you could maybe thing like go to is that hey, the shy is probably your best player, and you've kind of gotten to this point off of the back of the shy having just really really good games. So we might want to consider giving him like uh pick, like counter pick top right mm-hmm. um that being said I don't think he would have played well enough regardless to uh mm-hmm. like when that series he had a really bad series um so Fine. I don't think it really mattered. Um a fucking uh uh their support playing Bard for like the first is the second bard game yeah. ever. Um I'm not sure if you saw the, the bard play the the Bard play. Um no
0: I, I didn't. Bard is not a character that you wanna be first timing when he oh, no, completely
2: sure. nullified the Kennanalt yeah, so he, oh. he throws his
3: <laughs> dude, he throws his wow. bard alt into a fight, and obviously it's just, like, no communication. It's not, like, his fault directly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And the frame before his alt lands, his cannon ults, oh. and his Azir throws his ult. Oh. So it, it, he fucking just nullifies. <laughs> he just wastes three ultimates. And it's like, dude, it's just like...
0: That is absolutely tragic.
3: It's just hard to, like, look at stuff like that, and you go, oh, that was a good series.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that's competitive league.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, either way, well, like I, I still, I still enjoy playing, like, a watching, like, world. It was really fun to watch with you guys. I'm glad I stayed up because it was like whatever. It's one night. Um, but it's just, I would, I would have loved to see like the, the run back from uh, bottom.
2: Yeah, um, so. and I, it, it you know, right. We, we say it every time when we talk about league. It's like we want to watch a lot of games. We want to watch good quality games. We want to watch competitive games, and I. I don't feel like this series really fulfilled either of those three
1: Mm. or at least
2: not particularly well, right? Like quality was maybe like 60, 70% of the way of where it could be. Obviously it was a three Oh, so we didn't get to see a lot of games, uh, competitive. I I wouldn't say it was particularly there because, you know, bottom and and mid went pretty even, I would say for most of the series or like small advantages to T1, um
3: I mean I, I think I think almost all of the hype from the series came from the fact that it's really cool seeing T one and Faker specifically win a, another title, right? Yeah.
0: Which is fine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> that is that is really cool. Um and we've heard that Faker is not planning on retiring, right? No, he's not, mm-hmm. yeah.
3: And it sounds like most of their team is gonna stay together. Um obviously they can get crazy offers, but it sounds like um I mean it sounds like owner might be gone, but like it sounds like they're trying to keep their bottom lane and uh, they're. I think the rumor was they're gonna try to do anything to keep uh, keep Zeus. Um, yeah, yeah, that I mean, makes they, sense. If
2: they keep Zeus and their bot lane and fake like if they if they replace the jungler, I think you can re- replace owner with any decent like canyon. Jungler. I I'd like I mean, any decent jungler. Like if you're a top ten jungler, you're and, and probably even like top fifteen uh, with faker shot calling again like it it is very hard to measure how much that's doing but like faker will tell you where to path what to do what to prioritize and hopefully the coaching staff as well like if if you have enough hands you're going to be very successful on that team (laughs) and we could (laughs) potentially see t1 in the world finals next year yeah, also, that's like, crazy.
3: Good, good on owner for actually, like, playing really well. Um, Like, he played really well all the Worlds, despite, like, having a really bad season. But uh, he definitely is still
0: the weakest link on the team. hmm Someone's got to be, right? Yeah, for sure. Cool. Cool. Um, That's it then, right? For yeah. Worlds? Oh, I guess for Worlds. I mean, yeah, we can talk
3: about the other stuff, like, really quick and just yeah. bump through it. Um, Worlds Twenty Twenty Four is going to be in the UK. Um, the finals are going to be in London. It's very cool. Um, I'm excited about that overall.
0: Yes, it's going to be very good.
3: Better time for us, and then yeah, definitely. Uh, the LPL English cast may not exist. They've completely like cut off production for Ooh. the LPL, uh, which is crazy because they're top two teams uh, leagues in the world. Um, that being said, I saw I will dominate put out like a thing saying that like, hey, if they cancel that, I'm gonna just hire people to.
2: Cast all the games.
0: That's sick. Uh,
3: so That's cool. Um, yeah, but then Riot's then...
2: gonna when when he hires them to do it independently, they're gonna shut that down too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> which is which is the thing that pisses me off like so much about what Riot does is that they'll do something like this where it's like, oh, we're canceling the Eng- English broadcast, presumably because they don't want to pay for it, right?
3: It doesn't get enough viewership. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Whatever. And then it's like someone else is like, oh, yeah, we'll do this, and it's like, well, wait, 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 wait a minute. Just because you can do this for less money we don't want you to get the AdSense or like the revenue from this. So we're going to cancel this for you, even though we're not going to do it.
3: <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll come to an agreement, but that's sad. It's crazy that you're cutting out one of the biggest regions in the world. Um, but anyways, uh, and then the only other thing is that LCS news, LCS has officially now confirmed that they're dropping down to eight teams from 10 uh, with EG and golden guardians being bought out of the league. Riot uh, issued a thing. Well, pretty well, I think the the way it came is that EG came to Riot and said, Hey, we, we don't, hey, we're not sucks. putting money into this. <laughs> um, and then GG kind of also did the same. Um, and then yeah. Riot... Uh, I think EG was the team that started this, though. And then Riot pretty well came to the conclusion that, hey, we'll put out a thing and any team can uh, take our offer and buy themselves out of the... or we can buy them out of the league. Um, the two teams, obviously, EG and GG uh, decided on that. Um, so they are no longer in the league. We are now an eight-league team. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting in the sense that this is obviously bad. Uh, It's not good that uh, teams want to leave, because I'm sure they didn't get a big payday. I mean, if Riot's offering to pay you out of the league, they're not offering you very much money. Uh, What EG bought in for, what, $30 million or whatever? I'm sure they got, like, five. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Because if if it's any more than any of the other, like, six teams that are looking to sell
0: this past offseason
3: would have taken it, right? Um,
0: Do you think they made back their investment? No, no. And no, they, not, they at like not even money. close. Yeah,
3: no. Just, I think mm-hmm. they bought into for thirty million dollars, right?
2: Like, <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, that's really tough. I feel like, I feel like the offer would have to be closer to the franchise cost.
3: I mean, they literally came to them and they said, "Hey, we're not doing this," right? So like, I think they're taking anything. Like, E. G. is leaving esports. Like, they're uh-huh. leaving everything. Oh,
0: right? they're leaving everything. Yeah. Wow. I think so, it was Golden that's Guardians. That's crazy. So. Huh.
1: huh.
3: So uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Like I think it's like close to like five million is probably like the estimate. Um, Just because if it's any more, uh, other teams would look to take that as well, right? Because we know TSM sold their spot to Shopify for the rumor is what like around ten million. Um, So if other teams are looking at a ten million dollar payout and like Riot's providing that, then they would just take it, right? Um, But anyways, it's it's sad. Um, A lot of players lost their jobs kind of overnight because this came the day before um, the uh, free agency started, which a lot of people like, it, dude, I hate that it's like always pitched like this. It's always pitched as like, oh, we did this before free agency. The way that free agency works in North America is that the day free agency starts is the is the day it actually ended um, because mm-hmm. all the talks are done before. Um, yeah. So we won't see probably any of the EG or GG players who were like signed to those teams competing in this next season. That being said, I think in the long run, this is probably better for the league strength wise because we just don't have enough good players. So, once like the players, like Licorice, for example, is a player who isn't going to be on a team in spring, uh, once he finds a team probably in summer, um, the teams will have overall higher strength, like, uh, they'll be less shitty teams, yeah, yeah
2: uh, right? Yeah, it's, that's that's kind of nice. It's, it's it's a weird thing where it's like it's indicative that the scene as a whole is not particularly healthy. But if we want better internationally competitive teams, like the less teams we have is better because then it's the top talent, right? If we if we had four teams in LCS, those would all right be the the top hopefully like the top four players in each of those roles. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Either way, it's,
3: it's yeah. bad. It's bad when your like, thing collapses and they have to buy you out of shit, right? Like, that's not a good mm-hmm. look regardless. Uh, no, not at all. For investors, for anything, right? Like, um, especially if, like, you your plan is actually make money in esports. Um, it means that there's other teams at least looking like there is no way to become profitable, right? Like, if they're looking to be bought out. So, uh, it, it's sad. Um, Not good. It is. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of it. Um, hopefully, there's more news about that in the coming weeks. We can talk about roster moves in the next couple of weeks as well. There's some crazy shit happening, um, but I don't think that's... We'll wait till like everything gets settled a little bit. So, Okay. Last week's question, Nick. I want you to answer this one. Um, please say something that you like about Faker. He does not get enough praise, so we're dedicating this <laughs> segment to giving him the praise that he, for some reason, does not get. Thank you.
0: Um... You know what? As much as I think that you hate this, um, <laughs> I do think it's good for the scene that um, that Faker is like a pretty positive person and a nice guy, like that sort of thing. Um, because I, I think it helps to make it easier to extend League into areas that otherwise wouldn't like be interested in it just because of like, I don't know. If imagine Imagine that like, I'm trying to find someone, like, really, really toxic. But, like, Dardoch was the best player in the world, right? Yeah. He was just constantly toxic, like, not... I don't know. I, I don't think he's that anymore, but...
2: Um... Yeah, I, I definitely get what you're saying, though, Nick, where it's like, if you were trying to introduce somebody to this and they were like, oh, like, who's your favorite player? And you're like... It's this person. Just don't go to his Twitter. Don't go to his Twitter. Uh, it's
0: Trevor. Just don't watch him play. Yeah. <laughs> like, just don't consume anything that he's a part of.
3: Hey, man, I have that with Leffen. I, I fucking love watching Leffen. <laughs> yeah. He just complains nonstop.
0: But I think it's different. I think it's different because you're already vested in game, Yeah, but like, me trying to tell someone to like, game, right?
3: like watch Leffen and then he just complains about shit. And you're like, no, but he's like really sick at the game. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like, no, but he's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, um Yeah. But I, I know you hate that, so I mean, I, I just I'll think it'd be, it anyway.
3: i just think it's funny when people like say that. Uh, I love that he's so nice. I'd be so sick if he was like a fucking dickhead. Yeah, it
0: would be kind of funny if he's so it would fucking. Kind of
3: sick. Of I mean, I think there's
2: also a huge difference between like a competitive like asshole and then, like, yeah, again, like if, if he were uh, like problematic in a lot of other ways. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right, where um, it's like if if you're someone who's really good in like talk trash, like like double lift, let's yeah, say, right, like double lift mm-hmm. talks trash. In a pretty like friendly way, I would say. Right? Yeah. Like even when he literally says everyone else is trash, he knows that he's joking.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Uh, from our listeners, uh, um, Mary Mar- Ike, uh, Mary makes no sense. It's probably the easier way to say that. Um, uh, <laughs> Faker looked very cute with the penguin. I don't know what that means, but I saw it, so I thought that was funny. Um, What's cute with
0: the penguins? What do you
3: mean? From Discord, Sharko said, if Faker was to have an army of million devoted fans, I would proudly st- stand among <laughs> them. For my unwavering admiration knows no bounds. Even if Faker's followers were to dwindle down to a mere 10, count me as one of the faithful few who will continue to support him tirelessly. And if by some unthinkable tragedy, the world were going to turn its back on Faker, the indomitable, unkillable demon king rests assured that I would stand firm, boldly def- <laughs> uh, defying the very fabric of his existence itself. For my love for Faker runs deep, coursing through every fiber of my being transcending mortal limitations enduring until the very last beat of my heart
0: it's beautiful that's not Uh, what i thought it was going to be i thought it was going to be uh the if faker has yeah 1000 fans yeah
3: uh, pard uh, said faker played games with rick fox for charity where he managed to smurf on teemo getting like 30 kills but he also lost the game so you did not take lp away from the enemy <laughs> <laughs> that is cool that's very nice that's very nice uh, mishkai said i believe faker has never fallen off i believe he was 10 years ahead of the game everyone's just beginning to catch up um, and then last but not least from val he says uh, faker is epic <laughs>
0: whoa <laughs> uh,
3: so my question this week is what are you most excited for in season 2024
0: Ooh, you know, I think all the, all the new items, um, Mm -hmm. I think it's been a while since the items were like as exciting as they are, they all seem like really, really strong. They all seem to be kind of fitting into specific niches. Well, as opposed to, um, just sort of like stat sticks. Yeah. Almost. There's a lot of um, effects, right? Like on all of them. So. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's more exciting to think about these items as opposed to like which AD Carry Mythic am I going to get? Like which Zeal item am I going to purchase? Like that sort of thing. Um, so I think that's pretty. Uh, that's something that I'm pretty excited about.
2: What about you, Colton? I would say I'm looking at this probably as like through the lens of a jungler. I think the terrain and camp and objective changes are are really going to. Mix up how that looks and like the, the changes in brushes is going to change pathing. I'm really looking forward to like relearning all of that on this new map.
3: Hell yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I think mine's purely like the terrain changes. I think it's going to change uh, top lane a um, I guess, like, I guess, just look at top lane health as my like overall excitement because like, I think the terrain changes are going to make it like more fun lane to play. I think the objective tops are going to make it uh, a little more like engaging. Um, I think it's like all like really, really good directions. So I'm very excited.
0: Do you, um, I guess, um, just swinging back really quick? Excuse me. Do you feel like the void mites and whatever the other thing was? Do you feel like that's an adequate trade off for dragons?
3: i'm um, probably not an adequate trade off, but I think having anything to like give like something you can do something to bring power up there the idea of um if, hey if the enemy stacks them all it's like way stronger um is mm-hmm. a like hey you can't completely neglect the lane right because oh i've been ganked seven times they've gotten the first three void mites we need to fight over the next three right so my, hopefully my jungler is gonna path top and we're gonna fight over those right like i think like it's a lot of good changes to help make that a better uh lane
0: Yeah, you know, i guess it it gives more objectives Earlier and more often than, um, you know, previously.
3: That's yeah, cool. The items are also so, sick. I'm, I'm very excited. Nice. Cool. If you want to let us know what you're most excited for, you can hit us up on our Twitter at Leadcast. Uh, send us an email, mail at leadcastpodcast.com, or come into our Discord and post in our roundtable section. That's discord.gg/leadcast.
0: Nice. Um, I think that's where we're going to call the show. Um, so if you are Dippy, uh, hi, I'm Tiger. Sorry, I blocked my view and cocaine bear. Um, then we will do your emails next week. Um, and valve, Val I'll just send would... an
3: email like an hour ago. So I just saw it. <laughs> oh,
0: nice. Okay. Okay. Um, and if you would like to send us an email yourself, you can do that at mail at leadcastpodcast.com, which is on, watch us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash blue Um, King, and leadcast frost, uh, tweet at us on Twitter. We're leadcast on Facebook. We're leadcast. Visit our website, leadcastpodcast.com. Join our discord Discord.gg forward slash leadcast and support us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash leadcast. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.